Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another exciting episode of Mac and Joe Talk on a podcast. How many takes are we going to do? How many takes is it going to take us? A little, couple technical issues going on, but that is all on I think it's operator error. It is. It's 100% my fault, Um, but we are back. We're recording. Everything looks to be good, Um, so we're just going to go with it and hope that it's all good. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, I am okay. Mac. I am. Great confidence. I mean, it, we're going. We're going. We're in it. Um, I am Mac. Of course, I'm joined yep, as that. always. I'm Joe. We already knew that. Too. I'm just saying. Um, we got some interesting stuff. We missed a couple things last week, including maybe a fun ranking. Yes, um, some theme park news. Be a great ranking, actually. I love this ranking. And um, you know, just some other little things. I did see a couple of films, but not much happening this week per se. We're in kind of. You know, it's a holiday Not weekend. Not much happened. We saw, saw an weekend, awesome so movie. I saw, I saw a couple films, for okay. sure. Okay. Um, they weren't awesome, I guess. We are going to talk a little bit about the box office, uh, mostly because of how disappointing of a weekend this was okay. for Warner Brothers and for Disney. Um, the Flash, which, of course, James Gunn, James Gunn himself has said this is the greatest comic book movie of all time. Of all time. It has gotten publicity like crazy. It's it's supposed to be this amazing thing. Uh-huh. The Flash had a domestic opening of $55 million. <laughs> to put that in perspective, again, it obviously falls way behind every Marvel movie. Um, $55 million? Worldwide. It's at, it's at $139 million okay. worldwide. Total. Okay. Again, to put it in perspective. Well, it is bad. To put okay. it in perspective, Black Adam. Opened domestically at $67 million. So Black Adam opened $12 million higher than The Flash. That's domestically. So what? Same. That I mean, doesn't mean anything. Okay, that's where the majority the of your money line. comes from. It's the, oh, really? Yes. Um, $200 million that's not budget. True at all. Do you think there's a bigger market for. For certain movies, yes. What are you talking about? Um, movies that are made in America, you think there's a bigger market than American domestic audiences? I would say that I mean, there have been. Perhaps I'm wrong. Perhaps I'm wrong. Maybe uh-huh. I'm okay. Maybe I'm just totally wrong on this. But I could have sworn there were numerous times where the worldwide numbers mm-hmm. exceeded the domestic numbers. Well, they always have to, right? Because they include the domestic numbers. Worldwide is worldwide. Okay. So okay, so the hundred and thirty nine million dollars includes fifty five million. Okay, so then again, that also proves my point. Yes, fifty five is not is not more than half of the worldwide number. So I don't sure. get why why domestic means anything. Is the point I'm trying to make? Who cares what the domestic number is? Um, it's number. still your biggest market, right? The what's what's one hundred and thirty nine minus fifty five? I'm not a eighty math. something. Okay, so that is split up. $80 million yes. is split up by every single other sure, country in the world. Sure, right? We're not, That's not Europe. That's not Asia. That's every single country in the world. Yes. So the majority of your money is still coming domestically. And if you are bombing domestically, See, I don't, your I don't, film's going to bomb. I don't... That's it. I mean, I, I don't... I don't know that I agree with that premise. There's been, as I said, numerous movies mm-hmm. that have... That haven't... I wouldn't say that they've bombed domestically. Mm-hmm. But have been outshined by the the uh, the outside the United States market. I mean, didn't Super Mario Brothers make more money outside the United States than in the United States? Am no. I wrong? Yeah, that's not even close. It's not even close. No, again, the worldwide numbers will Marvel? always Marvel. The world, no, the worldwide numbers will always include domestic. Oh, yes, I'm aware of that. Right. So I, I, you may be thinking of like a China market or something. That's like that. what I'm saying. They are big numbers, but they're not passing North America. Right. The, the, ever. I mean, I can't physically say ever, right? But, I mean, I, I've never heard okay. of a situation where okay. that's happened. Okay. Um, All right. Sorry, I'll shut up. No, I'm not asking you to shut Continue. up. I mean, if we're, it's okay. Um, so, again, Black Adam, which is where we thought was a big disappointment. I mean, Joe's rolling his eyes for some reason. I'm not sure why. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Flash has a $200 million budget, again, with a major marketing campaign. So, they're probably going to have to make $400 million worldwide to break even. That won't happen. Um, it's just not going to happen for them. Um, this is going to be another loss for them. This is going to be another loss for Warner Brothers in DC. Again, technically not a James Gunn project, but he has been out there promoting it. He has been out there saying 
this could be a reset of our entire universe, um, and in zero possible ways is this going to reset everything. Um, it just, it's a, there, it's a major disappointment in every possible way from a box office perspective. Uh, Elemental from Disney opened domestically at $29.5 million. I had only added $15 million worldwide for $44 million. To put it in perspective, Lightyear, which opened last year, had a domestic opening of about $40 million. So this is about $10.5 million. Below that, Lightyear, very controversial for lots of reasons. Um, Elemental, really no controversy going into the movie, um, per se, right? There isn't any reason why people would pretend to boycott or, or anything like that. Um, but it is, it's an original IP, right? And so people, we have talked about, do people do, does do projects? Do these studios need to do more original IP? Um, time and time again for Pixar, and we'll talk about a trailer coming up. Recently, Pixar's original ideas have not done very well at all, right? They're, I don't think it's a coincidence when Bob Iger comes back, the first Pixar project he announces is Toy Story 5. Right. They need to go. They need to go back or whatever you want to say. They need to go back. People are just not going to see original ideas. They are just going to see ideas they already know. Um, on a positive note, possibly. Do you want to know what? If no. you want to argue the point. No. Do you have an opinion on it? Feel free. I this don't. Is, I so don't. Slow. I don't disagree. Yeah. That, that the case that the statistics show mm -hmm. today. And or with the last whatever two three Pixar films whatever mm -hmm. have not done well. Okay, um, is Toy Story? So I dis I I I guess I push back with the premise that it is for. So you're not really giving a reason. I guess I guess what, what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is. I'm I'm interpreting that there is a reason that you're trying to say. The reason you're trying, what you're trying to say is that people are not interested in original ideas. With regards to Pixar, is that what you said? That's based on that's just that's just me going off yes, numbers. Yes, yes, just yeah. off the numbers. Okay, so, and I don't disagree with the numbers at all. Yes. Um. I would say there are some. Are we talking the last two, three years? Is that what we're talking about? Um, probably since like 2018. Okay. I think there are underlying issues with Disney. Yeah. I think there is a... Yes. I don't, don't want to go culture war with Disney. We're no, not that type but, of podcast. But I would say that you can't ignore that that is Absolutely. a contributing factor yes. to people. So I don't know that it's people just right. not interested in original ideas as much as people just aren't interested in Disney. Yeah. That's the point I wanted to make. Fair enough. I'm not saying we have to digress and talk at length about that. I'm just saying that that, I think, is baked into the reasons why yeah. people may not be going to those original ideas because, yes, they are not the familiar movies. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Do you have any update on Little Mermaid numbers? Just curious. Not, if not, not it's doing okay. very well. If it's doing well domestically. Like um, ballpark idea, a hundred, two hundred million. What? Um, no, ballpark domestically, it's it's around three hundred million dollars. Okay, so that's um, that's it's doing pretty, okay. That's quasi success. Domestically, internationally, it's not doing very well. Okay, okay, um, but domestically, so, that's, it's so doing that's, well. yeah, that it's doing okay. That adds credence right. to your claim, or to not the claim because you're not making a claim. You're just saying box office numbers. It's not making a reason why. Right. I'm just saying I feel like it is. I don't know that it is simply just because they are original ideas, although I could certainly understand from a numbers standpoint that doesn't matter because people aren't going, regardless of whatever the reason may be, they are not going to those movies. They are certainly going to the remakes, the live-action remakes, the sequels. Fair enough. So, but I just... Yeah, I... I yeah, I just feel like that kind of needed to be mentioned. That was my thought: was it's not just that they're original ideas, and that the and that the original ideas themselves are crummy. I think that there's underlying reasons 
that are it's not just that they're unfamiliar is what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. all. Apologies. Yeah. No, there's no apologies needed. I do think there are lots of problems at Disney right now. There are lots of issues that they are working through. Um, you know, we've talked about Disney making lots of job cuts and lots of high-profile people have lost their jobs at Disney. Rap Bob Iger is trying to do just cut costs in general. Like some of the projects they've announced uh, include Toy Story 5, which I don't think is a coincidence. Um, when we haven't heard anything, any development on any Toy Story movie going forward, especially after the failure of Lightyear. Um, you know, a lot of Marvel projects have been pushed back, not, not canceled, but they've been pushed back just in terms of one, the writer's strike, but two, just budgeting purposes, right? They can't, they can't afford to do, they can't afford to finance 10 projects in a year, right? That's a lot, especially these big $200 million plus movies. Like it's a lot of money to finance, especially if they're not making a lot of money coming in. Um, so there's, there's certainly lots of problems at, at Disney. Little Mermaid is, is a hit and a miss. I think domestically it's done okay. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy did not reach a billion dollars, but it's very profitable for Disney. It's very profitable for Marvel. Um, but certain things, right? Indiana Jones is still to come. Um, that has not gotten good reviews so far. Um, we'll see if that matters. We'll see if people will actually show up to Indiana Jones. Right? There's lots of things happening underneath. Um, so we will see. Um, speaking of Pixar... Again, because they had a new movie in film in theaters this weekend, they released a new trailer um, for their next film's teaser trailer for Elio. Uh, this film will come out in November. Uh, it'll come out in November of next year, I believe. It might be spring of next year. I should have written that down. I apologize. It's probably spring of next year. Um, I did see a little bit of Elio and the test footage um, at D23 last time. They spoke a little bit about it. Again, they showed some stuff at the all the effects weren't finished and all that stuff, but um, the cast came out. Um, they talked a little bit about it. It sounded like an interesting project. Again, another original idea from Pixar. Um, but Joe, I know you watched the trailer. Did anything pop out at you, or did it look a generic a Pixar type of a thing? I don't want to say generic Pixar nothing, story, but nothing, nothing gripped. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Uh, I mean it. It looks okay. I just, I, I won't see it. There was nothing in the trailer that made me want to see the movie. Okay, that's what you're asking. Um, did you want to say anything? About no, no. It? I, I mean, I. It's, it follows a, a young kid named Elio who is, I don't want to say abducted by by aliens, but he is to a certain extent, and he's kind of the presumed leader of Earth, just kind of by like a miscommunication. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a kind of a silly premise. So yeah. Um, I mean, it looks, it looks. I at least appreciate that it's kind of a new idea. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know that I'll see it. Like, I'm kind of curious if he's missing an eye or what. Like, if Because he's got the patch. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, like, I don't know if that's part of the story. I don't know if they're trying to, like, appeal to people who have eye surgery. Like, I don't know. They're trying to appeal to Nick Fury fans. I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Fury. Uh, um, i got to get that Marvel Was basin. there anything else you had to mention on that general update? Because there's... Not really. Want, if there's want, something you want to go ahead, There's go something ahead. I yeah. wanted to, 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 to say. Uh, general update. Uh, this I think this came out today. I'm sure you know what I want to mention. Maybe you don't want me to mention it. Maybe you're going to mention it next week. But just looking at trailers and such, this kind of popped out. Uh, Craven the Hunter trailer came out like nine hours ago. Is that is that right, or am I wrong it on that? Today it came out today. Did you want to speak about that or no? Um, not really per se, but if there's something you would because like to you talk don't about? want to, or because you want to talk about it later. Um, I would rather talk about it later myself. That's but if fine. there's something you want to nope, talk about, we'll later, do that. Then. I just didn't know anything about it. It has an Iron Taylor Johnson. That's all I'll say for right now. Fair enough. We'll yeah, talk about we later. talked a little bit about it before. But. Uh. Well, I didn't know who was in it, and I certainly didn't see a trailer, and I just kind of yeah. wanted to make some comments okay. on it. But we can, No, make some comments we on can't, it. There's Go no ahead. point in doing that if you're going to do it again next week. This will be a tease, okay. a quote-unquote tease, All right. for people to show up next week. Reviews. All right. Yeah, Mac did see some two movies, uh, and I would say, I'm curious to see how, what he's going to say, because uh, I have not... I have not heard any quote-unquote excitement in his voice. So my gut is telling me that he's going to be a little lukewarm on these films. I could be wrong. But just based on the fact that he's kind of 
not overly excited, like, best movie ever. Oh, so go ahead. Um, there's no Spider-Verse in here for sure. I know, no Spider-Verse. But, um, We're talking about The Flash and Elemental. The Flash was good. The ones you talked about earlier um, in the box office. Yeah. I, there are some really strong performances. Um, Ezra Miller, who's playing both versions of Barry Allen. Again, we, Ezra Miller has had a troubled recent couple years in terms of legally and stuff like that. Um, but I, I do think he's a very talented actor. That's an he, understatement. Yes, that is an understatement. Um, but he, he does some good work here. Again, having Michael Keaton back as Bruce Wayne Batman, that brought me back to a certain okay, time okay. when I was like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah, you really liked, um, you grew up watching the original one, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, there were the certain, Tim Burton one, yeah. yeah, there were certain moments, um, like when Batfleck was there in the beginning, Diana Bat, shows up. Batfleck? That's uh, what people call it? They've always called him Batfleck. Um, but yeah, I've never heard that phrase. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Perhaps I'm just not on social media. Batfleck. Yes. Uh, that's that's really really awful. Sounding. So lame. It's um, very lame. So go ahead. I I Ben Affleck little, is Batman. Little yes. snippets. Gal Gadot shows Gal Gadot up was for it? a minute. Okay. 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 Um, again, the beginning. I'm not gonna. I want to spoil the film. Okay. I'm not talk okay. about everything. This is spoiler. But free. the first part of the movie, right? Really, it starts off. In the current timeline where he, the Flash is part of the Justice League. And, you know, so Ben Affleck's Batman is there and like Diana's post, there. Like post-Justice League. Yeah, like, you know, Henry Cavill, Aquaman? Superman, Aquaman. Um, they're all part of the Justice League. Cyborg, Oh, et they're not in, in the movie. Uh, or I, they're just like... I don't, maybe, I don't want to speak about certain sorry, characters. Sorry, what you mean is, like, do they show, like, flashes of Justice League... The only, the only Justice League men- references I can mention is in the beginning. Okay, and those yeah, have that's, what spoiled, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. And that's, that's Ben I mean. Affleck and that's Gal Gadot. Those are the only ones that were in it. I mean, Jeremy Irons is Alfred. He's in it in the beginning. No. Sorry. That's wanna... the only Justice League characters I can talk about without spoiling anything else. So that's That's it. fine. But okay. what I'm saying is... It's a post Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, that's it. I know, but what I mean is, do they kind of flash back to the to the Justice League movie? No, this is just like the movie's scenes. Just going. Like, for example, in BVS, they show scenes from Man of Steel, but like from Batman's point of view or whatnot. Uh, you see no. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they show the buildings falling and things like that. They show sort of a fighting going on between the city. Like, that's just that's just a scene from the movie. It's right. not somebody filming something new is the point I'm trying to make. So they don't necessarily do that. It's no. like actually new yeah, scenes. Yeah, once the movie starts, the okay. movie just goes. Sorry, I just... That's I, okay. I didn't know if it, like, has scenes from the previous movie in it to right. build, to set the stage. The premise in the it. film... Thank you for not spoiling. Um, so and the premise years. in... Um, just the same premise in Flashpoint, the comic, is that Barry Allen realizes that if he goes so fast and he runs backwards, he can reverse time. Um, and so he makes the decision of, or not even makes the decision, he realizes, oh, if I go backwards, I can save my mom from dying. Um, you know, my dad's been in jail for this whole time that I'm an adult, right? My dad's innocent. I know he's innocent. Um, so he makes the decision to go backwards in time. Um, kind of fixes what would have caused his mother's death and goes, okay, great. I'm done. Um, but he's stuck there to a certain extent. Um, I don't want to spoil how, um, but of course when him going back in time is a ripple effect and it changes a lot of things, right? So he is now in the universe or in this universe that he is in. Michael Keaton is of course, Batman, right? I mean, it's, there's no Ben Affleck is not there. Um, so again, he tries, he meets his, his other version of himself. I know this is a lot of stuff that I'm saying. Um, and, you know, he meets Supergirl. And, right, then we do get to a point in the story where they do, timeline-wise, Zod is visiting Earth, right? He's visiting um, Metropolis. Sure. Um, so Michael Shannon does make an appearance. We knew that from the yeah, trailer. Yeah, he was in the trailer. Um, okay. You know, no Superman, but Supergirl. Um, and again, they explain the reason why, right? Um, you know, I don't want to go into it why, um, but they explain the reason why. I really liked the a film. Sleight of hand trick, perhaps. Um, yes and no. Because he messes up the timeline. Superman is now Supergirl. And 
No, there, Captain, there is Captain, a... Captain, the Captain Marvel that was in Multiverse, right? They have a bunch of people sitting right. on the tribunal or whatever. The Illuminati. The Illuminati, yeah, yeah. Totally different. Just, mm. just throw there, them in the people. There is a Kal-El, um, but that's explained why he's not there. Cal, okay, Kal-El. Yes. Kal-El being Superman. Yes. Um, that, that's explained why. is the dead. Is the dead. Um, that's explained why. Um, I will say I was into it. I was engaged. I was like, okay, I get it, right? Like, I understood. Even though there are lots of changes from Flashpoint to comic, I was like, all right, I'm all in. I'm feeling good. I feel like this is exciting. This is good. They get to the Zod part with Michael Shannon, and Michael Shannon, of course, steals the scenes that he's in. he's awesome. He's awesome. Um, That's why I like Man of Steel, too. But it's... There is a... Hiccup? There is a certain point in the movie... When, and again, there's been, we've talked about the the drama at Warner Brothers. We've talked about the drama at DC and how there's been so many changes. In production of this film alone, there have been three different heads of DC. And there's an article that was posted recently, and it's been kind of verified by several sources. They've reshot the ending of this movie basically three times um, for different characters. So different characters appear, different things. So once it got to kind of the end where it's like wrapping up and where we're going to be, then it starts to get disjointed, right? There was one character. Like the last fifteen minutes, or something? yeah, like the last 20, 30 minutes. There's a point. Okay, there's so a point where there's the climax. Okay. There's a point where there's like a lot of stuff. A lot of there's a lot of earth shifts happening. Um, some people got a real kick out of that because there's a lot of special things happening. Um, okay. For me, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't care that much about it. Okay. Um, I thought the ending was fun i didn't expect it but then i i took a step back and i was like that doesn't make any sense like why why is barry there um there's a post-credit scene um i mean it's been spoiled as when it is jason momoa um and they're kind of trying to explain why aquaman wasn't there they're trying to explain why barry's trying to explain that that batman looks different in all these different places but he looks the same and aquaman looks the same Right. If anything, they're just trying to basically set up Aquaman too. Okay. Um, so I think they're. I think Ezra Miller, really good actor, really does a good job. The movie engages me right from the beginning. Right. The very first scene, this opening scene, and this is a trick that a lot of you know screenwriters use is to have an action sequence right in the beginning to get the audience involved. Right. That opening sequence with Flash, Batman, and Wonder Woman. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Like, I'm excited. We're going. Um, and then it just kind of, the ending kind of putters out for a second. Okay. Um, I don't think there's a lot of, this is going to sound mean, I don't think there's a lot of redeeming qualities with the film to see it multiple times. Right? And for a film to be successful, in a lot of ways, you have to have people are super excited to see it multiple times. Once you get through all the surprises and all of like the little Easter eggs and all that stuff, and you know those Easter eggs are coming, I don't know how much of a movie left you have at a certain point. Um, I just think yeah, the film just got butchered. And even some of the actors have talked about how, how the ending has changed, right? There was an ending with, you know, Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot. But of course, they are no longer playing those characters, so they reshot the ending without those characters, right? There was an ending with Ben Affleck. Their ben Affleck is no longer going to be Batman, so they reshot that ending, right? I mean, there's just lots of little things happening that kind of made what I thought was a really good film feel really disjointed at so it was disappointing in that sense. Was it the best comic book ever? No, of course not. There was a better one two weeks ago. Uh, so that's all I have on The Flash. If you guys want to go into it in more detail and more depth with spoiler talk, we can do that on a future pod, but I don't want to bore Joe to death. Bore Joe to death, though. I'm kind of curious to hear what... What the spoilers are? Or what yeah, the camera? So we can talk we can off there. We'll say that next time. I don't care. It's not bothering me. All right. Um, that way I can make comments. The next film is Elemental, the Pixar film. I really liked Elemental. This that is was really me. good. Full disclosure. Elemental's going to bore you? This is going to bore me, I'm just saying. Um, Flash maybe didn't bore mm-hmm. me because I'm kind of curious to hear about the actual story is. Even though I don't want to see it, mm-hmm. Elemental, I can care less. Um, original story, original idea, new characters. Um, it was a Did new... Did Jovovich come to appear? Why would she appear? I don't get the joke. I made this joke like a long time ago. Uh, the uh, fifth element with Bruce Willis. No, it's like I didn't. fire, earth, water, and 
whatever. Wind. Wind, yeah. Um, I, yeah, it was a brand new setting. It was a brand new world to explore. Um, so I was interested in the characters. I was interested in the story. Again, it's, it's an unconventional romance, right? Water and fire and, and, you know, yeah, in the trailer you go, oh, they can't mix because they're different elements. But of course there's a deeper backstory to kind of all these characters. They were all originally one element and got broke apart. No. Um, no? That's not okay. it. Uh, but that's okay. It was a good all guess, right. though. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I liked it much better than Lightyear. This is the best Pixar film since Soul, probably. Um, right? Pixar's had not, you know, they had not some other, not some great hits recently in my mind. Um, but I think this really um, goes back to what makes Pixar great. Um, right? Original storytelling. Um, I love sequels. Don't get me wrong. I love sequels. But there is there is something unique about original storytelling and original characters. Um, and, and just an original story. And I had no idea where the story was going to go. There was nothing predictable about it. Um, and I, I, really? I walked out. Okay. Like, I walked out in the way I do with most Pixar films. I was emotional. I was teary-eyed. I was a little teared up. You're getting a little more um, teary-eyed here in your old I think I have always. Yeah. I think I've always You're been like teary-eyed. crying all the time now in movies. I'm an emotional guy. I, I'm a big cry baby. Um, so if, again, if you are never seen you cry so much in movies as you do now, I'm just an emotional guy. I guess so. if you are interested in the Flash in terms of like what it's about, or you have any interest, I would say if you liked any at one point liked anything about DC films um, and its characters, Batman, Superman, whatever, you will find something in the movie that you like and you appreciate, and you're like, oh, that's cool. That's a nice thing. That's a nice nod. That's a nice touch. I don't think this is a film for James Gunn and DCU to build on. I don't think this is a building block for something. Um, but I think if you watch it one time and you see the surprises and you see the cameos and you see all these little things come together, you can appreciate it for the one time you watch it. Um, but I don't think you're going to get much rewatchability out of it. Elemental, I think... You know, it would be hard to re-rank all of our pick, all of my Pixar films, um, but I think it's probably up there on the level of like an Up or like a Monsters Inc. or something like that. Like I think it's that good. Um, you know, a Soul type of a film, right? Certainly better than a lot of other stuff they've done. Speaking so, of which, how did Soul do at the box office? Um, Soul came out in 2020 in Christmas, and it was released directly to Disney Plus yeah, because of COVID. That's right. Um, so it didn't really have a box office, but that would have been interesting to see, of course. Um, and that was the last Pixar film that coincidentally won the Oscar for Best Picture. Right? They've kind of been, I don't want to say a downturn, it's only been two other years, but um, you know, not, not the level that they normally have been at. So Can't win every year. I cannot. Can't win every year. Um, when you're up against Spider, old Spider-Verse, you got some sticky competition there. Sticky competition. I don't want to acknowledge that. You got some, uh, you know... Tadum Netflix's no, it's event. No, it's not it. It's Tadum. 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 Okay. And that's not an abbreviation for anything, by the way. I just want to point that out. So I had to lowercase oh. all that. Oh, I don't know. I just uppercase. Wrote what uppercase I was... is, it applies for abbreviations, like an acronym. Thanks for thanks for grammar correcting me I on am. the podcast. I I grammar correct <laughs> all the time. I talk about how there's that Jesus one movie. Christ. There was that one movie that like. Says I forget what it was now. I'd have to go back and watch. But there's a you could you're gonna probably remind me, or maybe you don't because you don't want to bring it up again. There's a movie that like or a TV show where, yeah, it was like a Marvel or something Marvel movie where it's like mm-hmm. there was some name, and I said no, that's not how you're supposed to say the name. And then you were like, nope, that's just dumb. Don't comment on that ever again. Not you didn't say that, but it was like. I kept making the same dumb joke because it's like grammatically incorrect. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. So I am going to make grammatically correct things. Anyway, uh, in case of those of you who don't know what to doom is, because I didn't know what the hell it was. I was like, what the hell is, first of all, what the hell is tudum? But it's to doom. And it refers to the noise that Netflix makes when you, I guess, watch a movie or something. Or it's like when you first start a show, right? The logo, the Netflix yes, logo. and it goes to do, or but it doesn't do that. But it's like it's like a, it's like yeah. a yeah, it's like a lower something, like a anyway. So 
Apparently this is a fan event. That's what this is about. Or they showcase it's Netflix's own Netflix, con. Right? Yeah, it's Netflix Netflix con. Net, yeah, net, Netflixon or something. Sure. I'm trying, um, I'm trying to do the bat, what is it, ben, Batfleck? Batfleck. <laughs> That's so stupid. I, okay. Anyway, uh, Chris, on, right off the heels of Extraction 2. Yes. Because it's such a hit, I guess, apparently. It's a big I'm hit. I'm sure it is. It's a big hit. Chris Hemsworth confirms already Extraction 3. He's got I... another franchise moving on from Thor. Um, I have not seen Extraction 2 yet. It just came out this weekend. Did you see Extraction 1? I did see Extraction 1. It was very good. I'd love to extract myself from this conversation um, right now. Then don't say about, anything. About this movie. Um, it was a big surprise that Extraction 2 was happening with Chris Hemsworth because, spoiler alert, his character dies in the first movie. Yikes. Um, but somehow he comes back uh, in Extraction 2. I haven't seen it yet, so we'll, we'll see. I, it's on my list. I just haven't gotten it. He goes back into the multiverse. Uh, it's part of it's part of the Flash. The Flash goes back in time. He saves Chris Hemsworth. Doesn't save his mom, <laughs> and, and but he then, saves Chris Hemsworth from extraction. He saves Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> it's a multiverse wrapped. <laughs> With the scrolls, he's a scroll. That's what he is. He's a scroll. Are you ready to move on? No. Gal Gadot's new film. You're not gonna. Oh, that, um, that's it. That's all you want to say. That's all I want okay. to say. Heart of Stone. Uh, we got our first trailer. Um, Gal Gadot's kind of um, an agent, an undercover agent. Um, they've they've kind of marketed this as, and they've already said in interviews they want to kind of be in the vein. Of like a Mission Impossible type of a, a franchise, so I, ideally, I think they want to do multiple films. Mm-hmm. Um, Gal Gadot is very much behind this in terms of a producer as well. Again, I, for me, I, Gal Gadot is is fine, is okay as an actress, um, but outside of Fast and Furious and, and Wonder Woman to a certain extent, a lot of her other stuff with me hasn't hit. Um, so you know, again, you didn't she's like still Red in Notice. It. I didn't like Red Notice. Um, well, but she is obviously coming back. Another, another joke. Uh, this movie is called Heart of Stone and like a stone, I imagine this movie is going to fall like a rock. Just, so it's just not going to, not going to pull extraction numbers. Nope. Not going to pull more people numbers. are more excited for Chris Hemsworth. I think so. Cause he takes his shirt off. Probably. He does take his shirt off for the first extraction. <laughs> Because he's so like big. Like the bad, t- the so fast time, or whatever, the bad times at the El Royale. Yes. Got to walk in with a sprinklers going on. He's running through the sprinklers with his shirt off. All right. Oh, I'll, I'll introduce the last one. Uh, and I, again, since I'm, since I'm pointing out er- errors in this podcast, do you notice something interesting about the YouTube link for the behind-the-scenes Rebel Moon no. And the Heart of Stone. No, I don't. You don't? No. Well, they're the exact same link. Okay. So I... I don't so understand why you bring that up online. Why would I not? Just, why would I not? Okay, so you anyway, have to do a quick Google so search. So yeah, I have to do a Google search. And Next this, time I just won't put links. You're right. You have to search you're, that's fine. I'll Jesus do myself. Christ. I'm trying to help you save time. No, I made mean, one mistake one time. One, so yeah, sorry. one and any, yeah, one time. You're you're infallible until this point. Um, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. Um, it's like a behind the scenes feature talk, like in interviews with actors and actresses. It's like a two minute snippet or two and a half, three minute snippet of. Some interviews with some of the characters, actors, and obviously Zack Snyder. Um, they're talking about how awesome it is and, you know, how unique it is and how excited they are um, and how much they had to work out to, to do all the stuff. And uh, some of the people that are being interviewed are Charlie Hunnan, 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 sorry, uh, Digimon Huansu. Shaman Hansu. Shaman Hans Huansu. Say again. Shaman. So you don't say D. No. Shaman. Shaman Hansu. Yes. So there's like the D is silent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like Django. Sure. 
<laughs> the D. <laughs> that movie just came to mind. Uh, Rebel Moon Sophia, comes out in December. Sophia Boatella. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. The you don't know. And Ed Screen. 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 The only reason that I recognized him is because he was in Alita. And he, he was. was he been in other uh, stuff. Yes. He was in Game of Thrones. But I'm saying he what? was in Deadpool. He was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what season it is, but when uh, when Khaleesi goes to um, someplace, someplace that she's trying to free slaves. Okay, she hires the brothers, and that's the brother that she like falls in love with, and that like hooks up with them. He's actually he actually leaves Game of Thrones after that one season. He's replaced by someone else. So that other actor plays. You're it right. For a while. That was him. Um, the other actor plays it for like three or four seasons yes. after that. But he is. In, he's he is the in assassin. Game of he's the assassin. He left guy Game of Thrones curved, with the curved blade. He, yeah, he left Game of Thrones to be in Deadpool. That's right. Um, but he just looks different. The yeah. reason I think I didn't recognize him in that, I knew I had seen him before. Yeah. But because he in this movie he looks really thin. Like yeah. I think that's probably by 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 design. By design, like he's like. Paper thin. Right. So, like, his face looks th- skinny. But, yeah, I remember him. He was the original assassin. That, yeah, since she falls in love before the actor gets I don't replaced. know if she falls in love with him. Maybe whatever. that's available. They hook she, up. Whatever. She has a fling. She needs him for certain things. Uh, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> that's true. I love how you said that. She uh, needs him for certain things. I mean, he's a loyal soldier. <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. I understand. There's a double meeting there. Oh, there There's you. an entendre there. In any right. ranking, yes, this is Joe, a great ranking. We're gonna rank. I am so excited for this top five Arnold Schwarzenegger. Did you watch? Films? Did you watch that Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, Netflix special? To yep. So I can't introduce this. I can't say that. <laughs> you oh, you, you just gonna you ignore just me? It, yes. I'm talking about the Arnold Schwarzenegger special on Netflix. Did the you reason see it? why I, I selected this as um, sorry as a top five. My bad. It's I obviously stole what you were going to say. That is my apologies. I understand now why you're telling me to shut is, up. I didn't tell you to shut up. No. Schwarzenegger's having a moment right now a little bit on Netflix. He has the documentary. That's about him out. Um, Fubar, also, Fubar, Fubar is the number one series on Netflix still about a month later. Um, it is really good, actually. He, it's, it's, it must be a dry time for Netflix, I guess, because the writer's strike. You know, there's not much that's else. Not, really? That's not a contributing factor? To, no, the Netflix? writer's strike just started like two months ago. All the Netflix has content for like another three months. Like on, they have stuff. Okay, go ahead. So you didn't um, see you didn't see the documentary. I didn't see the documentary, but, but you liked Fubar. Yeah, yeah. Fubar. My was brother really, really said good. Fubar was good too. Oh, two I, people, but just, yeah, not we're gonna nope. just dismiss it without watching yep, it. That's okay, um, Joe. I'm I had, allowed to do that. This, of course, you are. I had a really hard time putting the other five films. I'll be honest. But really, Joe? You really? may have. Seen, it sounds like you've seen a lot more Arnold Schwarzenegger films. You had a heart. So meaning you couldn't find five films? Oh wow! So I I found like I think six or then, seven there were films stretched. that I saw, but they, it wasn't like other lists where I was like struggling to find it. I was yeah. more of like, oh, this is pretty easy to do for me. Yeah, that was like, like me. That was like me and Woody Harrelson. Yeah, and like The Rock. It was like yeah, I could do like two movies, and the rest are like. Regrettables, and but I got to put them in my top five. That was like yeah. so I could understand if that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I did I'm do not it. Saying I still, that's what you're I still found. I still did five movies. But I, still I would them. say these five, they are good movies for me. So I guess yeah. I'm more of an Arnold as an actor. I would say I'm more of an Arnold fan than you, which is fair. That's fine. It not, makes sense. The top quality not, of acting. Would you what? like to go first? That was a what a what would you a like mean, me to go first? Jeff? What a rude thing to say! Arnold Schwarzenegger is so good. I like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's nothing. What that is so rude! <sighs> now who sounds posh now? I've always sounded posh good on this God. podcast. He's Did a great. Like, he's one of the greatest action film stars there is. A thousand percent. He 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 is well. I want. I don't want to get into a contentious debate because about what? What, we what I could about? say is he he is miles better than Dwayne Johnson. I don't think that's a question, in terms of like, yeah, like you know, as an actor, there's no Dwayne John, there's no Dwayne Johnson without Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, like yeah, absolutely. but I'm there's not talking no, just because Arnold's. First. Oh, you think he's a better actor? Yes, than I do. Okay, not because he was the first one, and he wasn't even a wrestler, right? 
It's just a bodybuilder. But I actually think he's a good actor. Yeah. And, well, not... Which is why you like Fubar. Maybe not it's recently. Good. He's acting. And maybe not... He's acting in Fubar. Nope. It's like watching Harrison Ford do action sequences to Nina Jones. Doesn't... Nope. nope he's the nope. old man in the show. Sorry. He's not, he's not doing... He's stuff. not doing... He's not doing action sequences? He's fighting a little bit. All right. Okay, number five. I'm just showing you He had like three open heart surgeries. He's not kicking anyone's butt. Sorry. Go ahead. Go first. Number five. Number five is the most derided Batman film of all time. It's Batman <laughs> and Robin. Um, it's definitely a stretch. Like I said, it was a little stretch. It's, it's definitely a stretch. There are when he puts Batman and Robin on the list. That was like the worst. Oh. It is, there's not a lot of redeeming things about this Freeze. film for sure. Um, I will say with the temperatures down, but the chance of ice. Arnold Schwarzenegger's the worst go ahead. performance I'll shut up. is a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger's movies are really him just, not really with a ton of lines all the time, really just being an action star. And here he does speak a lot. He does get a lot of lines. He is involved in the thick of the action. And I'm not saying it's a great performance, but I'm saying as an actor, he's, it looks like he's committed to the part. Like he, he's into the story. He's trying um, again, not a perfect film by any stretch, uh, but I but I appreciate. But he had to stretch to get five movies, so he had to put Batman and Robin. Number five for you, Joe. What would you what'd you put? Number five for me. This is a great movie. It's very very funny, and the fact that I'm a teacher, I can definitely relate. So it's it is a a very very funny movie, and he's been actually in a handful of a bunch of movies, but. Um, this one will always speak to me. Again, it's it's an action movie, but I love that it's that he becomes this, <laughs> and he's so overwhelmed as a teacher. Um, there's some scenes in it that just make me laugh again because I can relate. It very much speaks to me, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and because I remember when the internet kind of was first up when the internet first came out, but like eventually. When people started to like look up like soundboards on the internet, I, I mean, I, I tried to look these up the other day. I couldn't find one, but like Arnold was a character. That, Arnold was a guy that you looked up as for a soundboard, and there were many quotes from this movie in it, which again also makes the reasons why I think it's very funny. And that is, Kindergarten Cop. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? Number four is his reuniting with James Cameron. It's True Lies. Um, I think it's a good okay, movie. Okay, good call. Good call. Um, I, All right, I good enjoyed call. it. Um, well, that's number four. But yeah, that's number four. All right, good call. Go no ahead. other reason? No, I mean, I, I liked it. That it's was good. a James Cameron movie? It's a James Cameron movie. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. I don't remember who the villain was in that movie. But I know Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. There's... Somebody Arnold, what's his name? Tom Arnold. Tom in Arnold. But he's annoying. But yeah, but that. But he's funny. That's he's supposed to be obnoxious. That's the point. Okay. So and that was my number four. And a young Elijah Dushku. Okay. It's the daughter. Yeah. Now that you say that, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, number four for me. Uh, a great science fiction film based off of a Philip K. Dick short story. I would say as I've gotten older, I can't not say that I appreciate the movie more, but I don't think I watched it till I was much older in life because I think it's rated R and I couldn't wa- I didn't watch rated R movies when I was young and growing up, which is when this movie came out, but it has a good soundtrack by Jerry Goldsmith. Um, it's a pretty cool story. I kind of like it again, because it's based off of a science fiction short story that is a very interesting story in it in and of itself and I think this does a good job with the subject matter and that mm-hmm. is Total Recall the original one mm-hmm. yeah number three is actually Total Recall oh, for me good call, good call. Um, I, think I haven't even a good seen movie. the remake uh, I heard I, it wasn't very good I didn't watch Colin Farrell and Kate uh, Gary Oldman and Total Recall as well right <sighs> is he I, I think, think he, so he, he, is. He, is, he is in it I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure. I he's know in it, so. uh, what's his name. There's a bald guy in it. I forget his name. He's the guy that's like, come here. I forget his name. Michael something or other. 
Not Michael. Michael Ironside. Okay. He's like one of the guys. Is it really Gary Oldman? I think Gary Oldman. I'm 99% positive. It's, but I could be wrong. Though. I'm, I'm not averse to, to that one. Because um, I really oh, yeah. don't think. But I could be wrong. Yeah. But he might be in. Okay, I ahead. think he might be the main guy. And Michael Ironside is like kind of the sub. The, the number two. I'll look it up while, while you're going with All right. this. Number three, uh, one of the great uh, action, you know, gore movies that Arnold ever did. Um, he did a handful, obviously, but this, it's difficult to mention this movie. It's difficult to think of an action movie that is as gory and, oh, sorry, it's difficult to think of Arnold and not think of this action movie. Um I would say it's probably one of the high, one of the best action movies he's done, um, and most um, notably known, most known for. Okay. Um, and that is the original, very first one. Right. Predator. Okay. That was three. That was three. All right. Um, so I just double check. Joe's correct. Uh, Gary Oldman's not in it. Um, I must have gotten that confused somehow, but Michael was, Ironside is in Michael it. Ironside. And then Sharon Stone's in it, obviously. Sharon Stone, well. yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Number two for me um, is um, there have been a bunch of Terminator movies okay. that have come right. out. Um, cool, he's cool. been in mostly all yeah. of them, if, yeah. if I'm not incorrect. Except for the Christian um, Bale one. Was he, yeah, was that the he one where he was, like, one. the CG one, or no? No, he wasn't in it at all. Okay, I don't know. It, it was him and, like, uh, I, I'm envisioning his name, but I can't remember his... I'm envisioning his face, I can't remember Jason his name. Clark, right? No? No, 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 he was in that. Michael, uh... You're seeing the... Arnold was in that one. It was the previous one. It was, like, Terminator, okay. like, Salvation, or whatever. It was, like, the... It was the one after Terminator 3. Okay. So we did Terminator 3, which was the Rise of the Machines. Okay. And then this next one came out with with uh, Christian Bale. Yeah. And that was like when people were like upset. Years later, right? Yeah, like people were upset because that was when like somebody like secretly recorded Christian Bale like blowing up at some guy. Like totally cussing out some guy on set. Just like some prepared. And, uh, but I can't remember the other guy. I, I, maybe you could look it up. I... I I see his face. I don't know his name. He's the guy from Avatar. Oh, yeah. What's his um, name? The main guy from Avatar. Yeah, it'll come to me. Yeah, he was in Avatar too. also. So, uh, Jake Sully, uh, which is no. the Avatar character. No, no, no. Uh, number two, for me, uh, not to deviate from that, number two is Terminator 1. Uh, Terminator 1. The Terminator 1. The original the, Terminator. The Terminator is The called. Terminator. Okay. The Terminator. Yeah. Can you look up that guy's name? Sure. If you don't mind, sorry. Uh, number two for me, uh, again, another action film. Uh, I would say there were many times... Did you look up his name? Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure... Sh- I am quite sure... Yeah, no, you're Arnold right. Arnold was not in that one. Um, yeah, Sam Worthington from Christian Bale. Um, there was a time when I would say that this movie was number one, and it was never in doubt. Lately, I have changed my tune, um, and it is no longer number one. It is now number two, for reasons I will mention later why number one is number one. Number two is awesome. Uh, It's one of the few sequels that I think is better than the original. Um... It has awesome graphics, awesome story, again, for a 90s movie. Awesome storyline, awesome fight sequences. Um, Again, there is very little to dislike about this film. Uh, It's so... Yeah, it's just awesome. Uh, Not so much because of his acting, per se. Like, I think, number one, he is a better actor in this other movie I'm going to mention... But this movie definitely, in terms of action sequences, is one of his best, for sure. And that is T2, Judgment Day, Terminator 2. Okay, my number James one Cameron. is T2, Judgment Day. Okay. That's my number one movie. I liked I liked it better than the first Terminator. Um, and yeah, I thought it's just a really good movie. Honest Schwarzenegger, again... The Terminator, right? It's not he's not giving dramatic lines. He's not out there giving soliloquies. He gives he does give some good lines. But he's great in it, right? He, he comes up with great, Hasta La Vista, baby. Right, I'm saying he's That's not, a pretty epic line. 
he's not out there doing yes, these yes. deep soliloquies, yes, but yes, yes. he's doing what's asked of the character, and he's great as the character. So for me, that's number one. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, former governor of California. Thank you so much. Joe, give me your number one. So for me, I would say that, yes, T2 is a better movie. Okay. But in terms of acting, mm-hmm. I would say that this one, that this movie is better. Okay. And you and I will disagree, that's okay, on the ranking of those. Mine are flipped. So okay. there was a long time where I, again, T2 was the best Arnold movie ever. Mm-hmm. But having seen, again, I haven't seen, rewatched The Terminator. Yeah. The original one. But the fact that I feel like he, even though he doesn't have a ton of lines, I feel like he ha- he is a more imposing presence. And to be honest, being absolutely stoic yeah. and serious the entire time, mm-hmm. I feel is the mark of a good acting job. Um, there's a, I mean, because you can't make any sort of facial expressions whatsoever. Like everything will be caught on camera. Um, there's another movie that comes to mind where I think of, and that's the movie drive with, uh, Ryan Gosling, where he really doesn't do a lot. He doesn't say a lot. He may have some facial expressions. He's obviously not a serious Terminator, but I'm saying like, it's, it's almost like you're as, as you as mentioned, the presence is there. Um, he does have some lines, again, but I feel like his imposing figure, the fact that he does have these fight scenes that he, even if it's just the very beginning when he walks up to the guys, like, you know, drinking on the drinking by the park or wherever that is, and he walks up and he just says something totally stoically, um, you know, and this was like at the height of his bodybuilding years, so he's just totally ripped. Um but there are other parts in the movie, like I say, where he is very, very emotionless. And I feel like that's not easy to pull off, in my opinion, to pull off no emotion. Um, could be wrong. But in any event, uh, that's why I put that at number one. Even though I think T2 is the better and the funner movie, more enjoyable movie. This, The Terminator is an awesome movie too. But I, I, I appreciate the acting that Arnold does in Terminator, The Terminator Okay. Great, great ranking. Great. Um, but if you haven't seen, my brother said, uh, two people, uh, since you mentioned yeah. the two number, I had talked to two people who saw that three episode Netflix special and they all said it was good. So. The documentary? The, sorry, the two people, yeah, the documentary. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's on part, my list. I it's a three part documentary, like three episodes, and I guess it's like the three different sections of his life. Nice. Like the bodybuilding, the whatever, the movie star, and like the... Being politics, politics, yeah. I, okay. that, I think. I don't know if that's how they distinguish the sections. Yeah, it's supposed to be good. My so. The two people I talked to said it was good. Good. I will check In any that way. out. The next time we do our rankings, um, this is a tease. Yes. I think Joe's going to really like it. I think he's going to tease it for me, too, because he's not going to tell me. And this is fine. Um, think of, again, not next week. but think, Not next week. Think of, Why think, not next week? Because we're not going to have... We're, we're off next All week. All right. Think of a movie that's coming out the week after that stars a certain movie star. Does that, does that yeah, get you going? You get it? that tells me exactly what I know I need to know. Okay. Which is fair. I, like I, I figured we'd try we and haven't tie done it that. in. We yeah. actually haven't done that. And that's a great call. I figured we'd try I like and how we're doing it. it. We haven't... See, so even though we're not doing my rankings of movies... Anymore, which was a great segment, which you always say. It was it the was best segment idea. we've ever had. Absolutely. You did all the work, though. But I would say that I like the fact that we're doing rankings based off of things that are coming out or yeah. something that's related. So that, to me, is a is a, a very, I don't want to say close second, but it's a good substitute. Solid substitute. All right. We will try and do that so as I like, much I like, as we can. I like the... the, the not coincidence, the, the synergy. I like the synergy. I All appreciate right. that. So I think I know what you're referring to. I I'm want to pretty say sure you do too. Yeah, you got it. Um, going to end on theme parks. Uh, I don't know if this is as a result of Bob Iger taking the helm. Maybe it is. Who knows? Maybe he's listening to his consumer base. Mm-hmm. But I guess they are, Disneyland is announcing for summer of 2023, which is already underway, for California residents, there's, I guess, some sort of Ticket perks of some kind. Be, I didn't read it in yeah. depth. 
Because it sounded like, correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. <laughs> it sounded like an easy way to kind of try to win some sort of, you know, uh, brownie points from Californians. Because it's like you can only use them for certain days. It, it's like you can buy tickets for like cheaper, but you can only use them during the summer. Or it's some like this, it's like just this summer promotion or something. Right, it's June 12th through September 28th. Okay, so not just the summer. Um, but again, it goes <coughs> all the way through September. And why does it end in September? One, because prices will obviously be raised for those three holiday month seasons. Yeah. Prices are going to be huge for October, November, December. Um, is it part of Bob Iger trying to appease to appease California residents? I think sure, so. absolutely. I think there's there's a strong possibility he's spoken out about how theme park prices have gotten out of hand, um, and they've been just been losing just maybe not financial dollars from theme parks as much, but they've certainly lost number of people in terms of attendance. Right? Again, we've talked about a post post COVID boom where everyone went and wanted to go because. It was open, and you know people wanted to get back to it, and they were willing to pay whatever it was. Yep. Um, and now we're at a point where people just are not willing to do that, and they've seen their attendance drop, not dramatically, right? There's no no worry about Disneyland closing. I don't mean like that. I just mean like reservations are down, and so they have to come up with something to get people back in. Um, three day park, one park per day price Monday through Thursday is now two forty nine. It's eighty three dollars per day. The three-day on the weekends is two ninety-nine, which is roughly $100 per day. Again, don't get – I mean, you can just pay this amount, but that does not include the park hopper. Mm-hmm. But you have to pay extra for the park hopper. Yeah. And you also have to pay extra for the Genie Plus. Right. Yeah. Again, so again, the, these are just the base prices. Um, is it a good idea? I mean, sure. Why not? You do have to be a California resident, and when you buy the ticket, you have to – Obviously, pick up your tickets. You have to show proof that you live in California. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, who knows? It's I, I just think it's interesting that the prices are kind of fluctuating. Um, they've already started to release some of their um, holiday prices, and they are big. I mean, they're starting at, like, $200 per day without any – right, without park hopping, without Genie Plus. Like, the holiday prices are going to be crazy expensive. But they always are, though. Um, downtown Disney's so gotten... So how are they... Go ahead. Are they more expensive than they were in the past? Um, I mean, so maybe a little like this bit. this is like they're raising it like 100% or something. Uh, no, I don't think it's raising it like 100%. For I mean, perspective, what was... It? I genuinely don't remember what okay. it was previously. All right, all right. Um, but, I mean, it's a, it's a big jump from potentially $100 per day to $200 per True. day. That's a big jump. Um, downtown Disney is always kind of in the process... Just like the theme parks, right, there's always kind of new updates and new things happening um, to kind of reinvent itself. Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen is no longer there. It's been renamed and rethemed to Jazz Kitchen Coast Grill. Um, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Jazz Kitchen also had like a to-go spot that has been renamed to Patio and Beignets. For anyone who has been to downtown Disney, um, say you are walking towards the theme park and you walk past... The Lego store, it's the first big restaurant on the right. You, If it, if you were, saw Ralph Brennan's, you would remember it from the big, um, can you help me out with the saxophone? Is that what we're looking for? The big instrument, the guy's playing the big instrument. That's the logo uh, on it. Was this, the patio was like the round area, right? Yeah, there were some tables. Because we also. sat there. I'm sure, maybe. Anyway. Um, also, thinking of, but anyway. there's a new quick service spot, Clyde's Hot Kitchen, which opens near the downtown Disney monorail entrance. The monorail is, of course, one of Joe's favorite rides, so maybe next time Joe goes there, he'll get some Clyde's Hot Chicken to get inside. No? no? Okay, it's my like hot chicken, I guess. I don't know. Sorry. You have to apologize to on, me. I'm not big on spicy. I'm not Clyde. Um, all right. <clears throat> that is all we have for today. We will be off next week, uh, but we will be back the week after. With even more content, as is as is our usual yes. arrangement. Our arrangement. That's the arrangement. Yes. Uh, please, as always, like, share, comment, rate, review, and subscribe. Are you sure that was the right order? <laughs> like, comment, rate, review, share, and subscribe. Okay. I, I mean, just, I could have said that. I think you just changed order. the order. 
I'm sure I've changed it multiple yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got to get out six got different it. phrases. He's six. Okay. All right. Uh, that's six. all I need to. That's all you guys need to know. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Yes. You guys are amazing, Thank you, buddy. Joe's gonna As take us always, out. Always appreciate. It. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, go see nothing. Just kidding. Go see Extraction Two on Netflix. Extraction. There you go. Yeah, Extraction Two with Chris Hemsworth with the shirt off. All right, guys. Bye bye.